Hello and welcome to Self Link uh, Restaurant Podcast, episode number five. Today we have a very special guest, Yashoda Naidu from Annapurna and Rashaprana. She's been on this journey for a long time, and she's uh, I consider someone that's very influential in the industry. So we're really lucky to have her today on with us. How are you doing today, Yashoda? Hi, how are you guys? We're good. Good, good. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Yes, thank you for inviting us into your beautiful home. Yeah, <laughs> that was a. Uh... <laughs> clutch move so yes. <laughs> I really appreciate it so how have you been how's business you told us you've been in the restaurant industry now for 23 years well I started um, cooking out of my home in the year 2000 Wow! and delivering lunches around Albuquerque to alternative healing modalities like yoga studios yeah. the Ayurvedic Institute massage therapy offices chiropractor offices um, I did that for a year and a half, wow. and um, so I actually counted as being in the restaurant business, even though what I was doing back in the year 2000 was considered illegal, um, <laughs> cooking out of my home and delivering lunches. Um, but that was basically the foundation, the start of um, of Annapurna's. So our first bri uh, uh, brick and mortar was... January 2002, January 17th. Wow. And, um, and where was that? That was on San Mateo, um, near San Mateo Copper, San Mateo Central. And um, again, um, a very inexperienced right. uh, operator that I was. I didn't even know how to cook when, um, you know, um, I decided that I wanted to have a restaurant. Yeah. Uh, when I came to live in America, I came by myself without family. And so um, I didn't know how to cook. I had to suddenly teach myself how to cook. Um, yeah. Being a strict vegetarian, being raised vegetarian, I have not eaten meat, fish or eggs in my life. So wow. I wow. have no... Um, and I didn't know how to cook it, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, your parents, like, you know, they set they set the bar kind of high right. in my home. It was all about the academics and not about domesticated and not about cooking. Right. Um, my mother, you know, figured that um, if we were educated, we would have um, jobs or create our own businesses that would pay us enough to have personal chefs. Right. right yeah. That was her, her <laughs> dream that she didn't want her girls she uh, you know, slaving <laughs> over a hot stove, right. um, whether it was cooking for themselves or cooking for a man. Right, right. So, well, that's um, good. Very progressive. So she wanted us to 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 have uh, an education, and she would actually say, you know, um, uh, it's going to be really difficult at thirty to do a PhD. Right. However, when you're thirty, it's going to be a breeze, a piece of cake to learn how to bake a cake. <laughs> so um, she wouldn't have even allow us in the kitchen. Wow. So I didn't learn, like most people in my culture and my background, most girls learn at home, mm -hmm. you know, how to make the basic, like, you know, rice and veggies yeah. and rice and dal, and, which is a staple and um, in Indian homes. And, yeah. you know, that's what I was raised on. And so um, when I got here, I didn't know how to, you know, cook, yeah. but um, not having family, I had to learn. So uh, fortunately for me, I have photographic memory and I um, just decided that I'm going to go to a store. I'm going to find um, 
uh, mung beans yeah. and, uh, and rice and basmati rice and some spices and I'm gonna learn how to make dal yeah. and that's pretty much how I started and I would okay. make phone calls home and ask questions and <laughs> you know I would send emails we didn't have whatsapp and we didn't have um, um, you know Facebook and that uh, yeah. when I came to this country 30 years ago so that's how I taught myself how to cook wow. and then when I came to live in Albuquerque I was working for a firm, um, a, a big five accounting firm called yeah. Arthur Anderson back in the day. And when I came to Albuquerque, it again, it was like, okay, you know, a job where everything was a, you know, a deadline last week. I yeah. mean, tax season was the worst, right? right um, year end audits were the worst. So um, long days. And again, where do I eat? Um, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a vegetarian restaurant in, in Albuquerque. Albuquerque. At all, nothing. Nothing, not even in Santa Fe, not wow. even Taos. So um, it was, again, like having to, to, to cook, uh, you know, the kind of food that I was raised with. Right, um, yeah. Very, uh, very restricting. Like um, I was raised without onion and garlic, for example. Wow. And so, um, you know, I would go to Italian restaurants yeah. and the firm would buy us food from Mario's on San right. Pedro's <laughs> yeah. because our, um, our office was at Park Square. Okay. Um, and they would buy us, you know, lunch from there, dinner from there when we worked late over tax season or at year end. Yeah. However, uh, the dishes... I mean, I love I love Italian food. Yeah. However, it was totally filled and laced with garlic yeah. and onions. Yeah. And as soon as that hit my palate, my my body said, "This is yeah. not, this is new. This is, not, is yeah. this yeah. is a lot." So to it's go very, from none to Italian food, right? Zero to a million. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I um, then decided that you know I had to cook and yeah. plan, and so eventually, you know, when I did that. Um, I, I, over the years I've worked, I soon tired of, uh, you know, of, of, of uh, working as a CPA, yeah. very intense. And I, I, I literally said to myself, um, in the summer of, of, uh, in the spring of 2000, I said to myself one day, I was, um, lying in my hammock yeah. in the backyard in my house by the mountains and the foothills. Yeah. And I said, you know, I can do a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can do that. And this is after you, you being like cooking for yourself for a yeah. while. Yeah. Okay. Which I think this is really funny because this has been a recurring theme and uh, everybody that we've talked to who's a restaurant owner is there has to be a little bit of delusionality at the beginning <laughs> yeah. where you're just like, because Charlie was the same thing. Charlie mm -hmm. was a particle physicist at Los Alamos and he, and he was just like, you know what? I think I could do a point of sale system for a restaurant. Never worked in a restaurant. Don't know what a restaurant really needs, but I'll just set that up. And then Haas, even at uh, Pizza Nine, he was a civil engineer in the same thing. He was like, oh, yeah. I'm going to just start managing restaurants instead. So what right. is it about the restaurant business? What was the passion? That, because you need passion to get, well, have that dream come to fruition. Honestly, I needed to eat. Ah, that was it. That's a, <laughs> I needed that's to a eat. big motivator. And I said yeah. to myself, you know, if I am feeling this way, I know there has got to be many people that feel the same way right um they just wasn't anything like today if you go into like flying star you've got some vegan options for example yeah. uh, you know they do a great job there they've done a 
you know, a great job with their uh, European pastries. So yeah. that was something that drew me to that business when I arrived here. Okay. And I said to myself, um, there just isn't anything in any restaurant. You would have to talk to, literally talk to the chef to say, okay, I want this to not have you know, chicken stock right, right. And, Butter, uh, or anything eggs, like that, yeah. or eggs or like fish. Most, yeah. a lot of times people think if you're a vegetarian that you eat chicken. How <laughs> 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 strange. Yeah. So then I, I started to go into restaurants and tell people, tell the chefs, tell the uh, servers, yeah. um, I do not eat anything that once walked, swam <laughs> or flew. Yeah. So, um, you know, they would look at me strangely. Yeah. Um, but that's good early and, right. management experience. So, <laughs> so I, I, um, I, I said to myself, there's got to be, uh, you know, a market for this. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I then became, uh, got to a point where I, I, I felt like I do not want to be counting columns of figures. I don't want to be adding up columns of figures anymore. I don't right. want to be counting the beans, yeah. the muffins. I want to roast the beans and I want to bake the muffins. Yeah, yeah. You want to so, you want to get hands on and right, right. Get away from the numbers and get to touch the food and the right. ingredients. Yeah. And 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 I do believe that um, you know uh, uh, we're all uh, innately we are equipped. We come to the planet equipped to care for our bodies and to put into our bodies what is supposed to go into our bodies. Yeah. So um, that's how, you know, the whole thing started. Also, when I started cooking for myself, I learned pretty soon that, hey, this food does taste like what I ate at my home in my yeah. mom's kitchen. So maybe I'm doing something right. Yeah, on the right trail, I, yeah. Um, and so um, that's when the idea was born in, in, in the year 2000 for a restaurant. Yeah. And then, what made it very convenient was the Ayurvedic Institute was here at the time. Okay. Dr. Vasant Lad was the head of the Ayurvedic Institute. And I went to him and um, I told him that this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to make lunches, you know, brown bag lunches and uh, deliver it, you know, to the uh, students at the Ayurvedic Institute. The Ayurvedic Institute also had a consulting practice, so they would have people coming in for Ayurvedic um, medical con consults. So right. um, it was definitely, uh, um, Dr. Ladd was definitely a driving force, you know, uh, in, in, in giving me that boost right, and giving right. me that confidence. Right, support and telling you that there Tell is a market here, right? He, there, you know, he's teaching all these right, people. He's, right, he's right. really growing the education. So right. you guys obviously were on converging paths. Right. And when I went to see him and tell him what I was going to do, and I wrote the menu, what I would be cooking every day, you know, right. Monday to Friday, and I would, you know, cook between, uh, I took orders at nine o'clock, until nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. um, and I would take orders up to nine o'clock between nine and 11. I cooked and between 11 and 1, I delivered it around the city. Wow. And, you know, being an accountant and being and having that discipline, I, I kept... Your timelines. Yes. And, yeah. and, and, and um, you know, I got the numbers right. Let's right. say yeah. I got the numbers right. Yeah. So um, the day I went to see him and gave him this menu, presented this menu to him, and he, he looked at me and said, and he had known me, you know, before that, and he looked at me and said, uh, how did you know 
all of this? How did you know, like, what to cook on a Monday? You know, um, uh, Monday is the day for the moon, mm. and you cook everything uh, surrounding um, the moon and the character of the moon, like you do white vegetables, you cook white vegetables, you cook um, um, watery vegetables because the liquid associated with the moon is water, right? right. Okay. So, right, yeah. exactly. So, and then Tuesday was Mars and then you, you cooked um, like reddish, reddish brown, so like the beets, uh, carrots. Yeah. Um, red lentils, and he looked at all of this and said, hmm, he looked yeah. at me. You put in your homework, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, how did you know how to do this? I said, I know. Mm. And um, so he said, this is amazing, this is wonderful, please do this. And he also said to me, can you cook for the Ayurvedic Institute for the Panchakarma department? Panchakarma is a detox process. Mm. He said, could you cook for the department because we have patients from all over the world that come here for the detox program. Right. So the very next day I started cooking for them and that meant cooking every day, Monday to Friday, and you had to get it by nine o'clock, you had to get it to the Ayurvedic Institute. And are you doing this all by yourself or do you have some I was doing that by myself at, wow. that, at that time. And how many people are you cooking for? I was cooking for the Ayurvedic Institute for at least 10 people a day, wow. apart from my orders that I had to do for, for, delivery. for delivery. And how many people were you cooking all together at this The point? very first day, uh -huh. I, well, I made flyers then and I sent them around yeah. and, um, you know, I am no artist, I <laughs> no, no, no graphic artist. So yeah. just basic, plain lines right. of like, Monday I'm doing this, Tuesday I'm doing that, and right. this is what I'm doing, and this is how much I charge. And, you know, I didn't do all the labeling like we do in the restaurants today, vegan yeah. and gluten-free and soy-free and like, yeah. no, it was, it was just very Just getting fixed. started, yeah. You were the first okay. vegetarian restaurant. That's it. <laughs> that was it. So, um, well, however, I did keep, you know, the restrictions. I, uh, I didn't do onions, I didn't do garlic. Wow. To this day, there are many dishes on our menu that do not contain onion and garlic. Okay. Um, and there is a market for that. There yeah, are Buddhists yeah. out there that come from all over New Mexico to uh, the location in Santa Fe, the location here. We have a Buddhist temple here in New Mexico now, here in Albuquerque. So um, they do not eat onion and garlic in their food. Wow. So um, Annapurna is one of the very few restaurants in New Mexico that can provide that service okay. to that demographic of people that do not eat um, yeah. what I call aggravating vegetables or sure. aggressive vegetables, right. yeah. onions and garlic. So, um, and that's just part of the, the whole um, preventive behind inflammation. Right. And I could about talk that. about that forever, but like now <laughs> um, we're going to talk about other things. So, um, the Ayurvedic Institute was a very big boost for me, and yeah. I'm always, you know, eternally grateful to Dr. Lad, to, us, to yeah. Dr. Vasant Lad for that. Yeah. And so we started, eventually um, I got, um, I found a place, mm -hmm. again, a very inexperienced person. I did not work in a restaurant when I was in college. I didn't work at all when I was in college. Yeah. Again, came from a home where it's academics. Right. 
and uh, that's, no that's the pathway yes. you don't want to go down parents into, uh, paid for education yeah. so i didn't have to do student loans didn't have to pay rent right stayed at home yeah but obviously um, still gave you the skills to right. understand how to run yeah. a business so i and disciplined the skills i didn't yeah. have that experience of being a waitress being a busser being yeah. a um you know uh expediter running food in a restaurant had no experience how to do this so it, i started with um you know no experience and then having to go out and find real estate find a place right. to lease and when i went and found the space and talked to the landlord i was so stupid that i didn't know that you could get uh, a number of months free rent because you're doing the tenant improvement. Oh, I got okay. no money from the landlord to do a tenant improvement yeah. and I picked a building that was not a restaurant space. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to create a restaurant space. Yeah. The other thing that I did that really freaks people out is that <laughs> I had this building, I found this building and I said, okay, I'm going to turn this building that was an office into a restaurant. And being the, the you know, the very um, uh, following kind of protocol person that being a CPA provides, right, yeah. it's like, you know what, legality yeah. Right. So I went to the environment department of the city of Albuquerque yeah. and I went to, straight to the inspector and said <laughs> to the inspector, can you go with me and show me show if me this building yeah. is going to be okay for me to create a restaurant? <laughs> Really asking and for trouble. <laughs> other restaurant operators found out what I did, they just looked at me and laughed. Yeah. Like, who would do that? <laughs> yeah. Why are you? Well, I did, and and the inspector at the time, Jay Cousins, mm. Cousins is his last name. He was so helpful. He came out That's to the good. location, yeah. walked it with me, yeah. and I took a napkin out of. Um, <laughs> I was delivering lunches, right. and I met him after my deliveries. And I had a napkin in the car, and I took it, and 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 um, he said, "Can I get something to write?" And <laughs> and I gave him this napkin, and he like drew out a basic plan of what wow. needed to go in yeah. a restaurant. For example, I had no idea that you had to have a grease trap. You had to have a, a hood. Yeah. Well, I knew about the hood. I didn't know about the grease trap. And I didn't know that you had to have a ramp where wheelchairs could go up the ramp. Oh, I had no yeah. idea. <laughs> ADA compliance. So he told me, you know, gave me all of these um, rules and regulations and basically instructions and procedures yeah. and and one of the things he said you have to go out and find an architect yeah so for me it was great this yeah. is yeah. this is this is good that's how you learn so yeah. i'm gonna be learning the entire way so from I, scratch from scratch yeah. so i went out i found an architect and this this remodel ended up costing me $60,000. Wow. And by the way, I paid rent from the first day. From the day I signed the lease, I paid rent. Oh, I signed the lease yeah. already. Yeah. Then I started paying rent. Yeah. And while I was remodeling, I had no idea that you could ask for free rent. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you eventually go back to the landlord and ask for help? Hell no. <laughs> wow. Because again, I'm focused. Yeah. Remember we spoke about yeah. production and yeah. being focused on production yeah. and no striking. So I just said to myself, it's okay. Yeah. I, I left that money on the table already right there. Right. The beginning, I left money. I've been leaving money on the table since. Yeah. So 
I, I, I focused on getting, getting the building ready, getting, getting uh, the remodel done. Yeah. The next step came when I, I had to find a contractor. Yeah. And the stupid me again, I gave the contractor all the money and the contractor <laughs> and the contractor disappeared after oh, oh my god. Yeah, just, you were yes. just <laughs> You know, I think I a lot so of people yeah. that's how I was too. Like coming to this country from China, I was always trusting people, right? Yeah. Like I can trust I, this person to do this yeah. and this. One Absolutely. time I, I had some fraud at my house and I gave the money up front to the contractor. He goes Really, you're gonna give me all the money? What if I just leave? <laughs> and that's when I'm like, okay, you, you can't wouldn't trust. Do that. <laughs> yeah, you can't trust everybody. Can yeah, you? You know? right. It yeah. takes. I mean, you have. That's the street. The smart, remodel, right? fourteen hundred square feet. Wow. Took five months. Wow. And took a lot of borrowing from uh, friends, mm -hmm. not family, because I didn't. Again, I didn't tell my family what I was doing. Right. My parents would have freaked out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we paid. You went to this school. We talked about this. Right. <laughs> this is the whole thing. And um, so I didn't tell them. So um, finally got the place open um, January uh, 17, 2002. And um, the first day, we had over a hundred people. Wow. People were lined up, lined up outside around the building. And my first day in sales back in 2002 was $900. Wow. And wow. it was so busy. I was the only cook in the kitchen. And <laughs> I remember, again, in, inexperience, right? It was so busy, but I, I had staff and I had, you know, some people, friends again, helping me. Yeah. And all these people came in on the day we opened and I was in the kitchen and I was cooking and here was um, the pan with, um, I put in a little bit of oil and I started to cry because I saw all these people waiting in line. So yeah. I, you know, I got emotional, I cried. My tears fell into that oil and- <laughs> and fire came up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I had to immediately Stop crying. Oh so I God. know how to cry and I know how to stop. That's good. Yeah. I know how to start and I know how to stop. Yeah. So that was a major shock to me. Oh yeah, no, you were yeah, trial by fire the exactly. whole way. Exactly. That's incredible. So, so then, um, you know, we got through that. But again, the very first day, there was no space in that dining room. People were sitting on the floor. Wow. People were sitting like everywhere. People were outside and I said to myself again, yeah, I made a mistake. <laughs> this yeah. is too small. So yeah. within 18 months, I found the location by UNM on the corner of Silver and Yale. Wow. I found that location the day I, I um, signed the lease for that specific space. I signed the space. Um, for the building next door where we have the patio yeah. and where we have the cooking school. Yeah. That became our production place. It became our storage and then it became the cooking school. Wow. Um, and eventually uh, now I'm moving the cooking school to our fourth street location because again, also, you know, outgrown. Yeah. Um, 
Did you have that vision when you were first getting started, you know, selling it out of your car, cooking it at home? Like, did you ever think that you'd be at this stage where you have so many locations? I, I, I didn't think I'd be in business this long. Really? Wow. <laughs> it's now, um, uh, since we opened up uh, January of 2002, so it is 21 years now. Wow. Coming up for 22 years yeah. in um, January yeah. 2024. So, um, I didn't even plan on being on remaining in the business. Right. I mean, it would be crazy to think you would be, right? Yeah. You're making your yeah. whole own lane. You're doing, <laughs> you know, a restaurant where you're making food that didn't exist here before. So you, you know, but you were able to find the your... demand was there was there were people coming in. Well, firstly, there were people coming in and 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 um, being grateful and appreciative the fact that there was a pure vegetarian restaurant right. you know mm. a place that didn't have meat fish or eggs yeah. and um i had to quickly adapt because then came the dairy allergies the lactose intolerance then came the gluten-free gluten -free. Yeah. so um and you know i i added i, I didn't know how to bake yeah. you know baking is more like a science than an art right yeah so I started baking and everything we put out there from day one, people just ate it up wow. and asked for more. Yeah. So I had to keep changing. I started, yeah. uh, a good thing was the fact that I wasn't baking with eggs because I didn't even know how, I wouldn't even know how to bake with an egg. Yeah. So um, it was easy to just make adapt, make the recipes gluten-free. So today, um, you know, it's a lot of like trial and error. And today the bakery is vegan, okay. gluten-free and soy-free. Wow. So, and, and a whole lot more offerings than just the cardamom cookies and the muffins that we started out with back right. in 2002. Um, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of listening to the customer. Yeah. I always listened to what was coming from the other side of the counter. Right. Um, apart from, you know, um, just serving, I was always listening to what the customer wanted. Right. And um, there was a lot of um, allergy um, requests, um, anti-allergy diet. Mm -hmm. um, there were mothers that would come in and say, you know, um, we, we don't want peanuts, we don't want nuts. Uh, there's so many different type of nut allergies. Yeah. So then... Um, I made a point that we will not have peanuts, peanut oil, corn, corn oil, cornstarch, or anything like that. So we yeah. haven't had those uh, ingredients in the restaurant, and I don't think we will. So that must be really yeah. difficult for you to hire cooks, right? Because it's such oh, yeah. a hyper-specific form of cooking. Right. right. So once you, how do you go through that process? Because a lot of people that we've talked to are restaurant owners, you know, they're just looking for a pulse. They're just bringing anybody in. So do you do a lot of educating and teaching people? Absolutely. Or are you... You have to. Yeah. Do you put them through your own program, the school? Well, for... I teach the cooks in you the teach kitchen. All the cooks hands on. Hands on. Yeah. Wow. I'm in the kitchen teaching. Yeah. I have right. taught so many cooks. Yeah. We're very fortunate in that our cooks, um, so our kitchen um, has stable uh, labor. Yeah. Whereas the front of the house is a revolving door. Yeah. Now the front of the house is just as challenging 
to teach because you remember you're the first point of contact with right. the customer. Yeah. So I wouldn't want you giving the customer gluten and having somebody have an anaphylactic shock in yeah. the dining room, right? Well, and, so uh, it, the training is just as challenging. Yeah. But we've been fortunate that our cooks stay with us yeah. and they have that interest and they want to learn. Um, and 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 you know I am really proud to say we have um, uh, diversity in our kitchens. Oh yeah, that's so great. I yeah. have taught um, Spanish-speaking people, yeah. Spanish-speaking uh, people of uh, Mexican origin, yeah. Venezuelan, uh, South American yeah. origin. I've taught them to make um, kitri. Wow. which is like the ultimate ayurvedic food yeah, right yeah. it's a it's a very uh, it's a neutral food it's a basic food you know in india everybody eats uh, khichdi yeah. babies eat it you know um young people old yeah. people sick people everybody eats khichdi yeah, and yeah. it's it's a dish that's not um hasn't uh, it's it hasn't been like well known or um cooked around the world yeah. enough for people to have that experience yeah. so here yeah, we have uh, you know Spanish speaking people and I don't speak Spanish yeah. but I, I, I have trained so many Spanish speaking uh, cooks so here I'm speaking in English which helps them learn English and they're speaking in Spanish <laughs> and um, so I speak other languages and sometimes um, it, it's really um, in my head. I'm thinking something um, in in Zulu, for example, oh, and wow. then uh, but and then I, I catch myself. I can't say that. Right. Like um, in Zulu, like when you want to say uh, uh, "hurry up," you mm -hmm, know. Yeah. And in, I lived in South Africa, and um, so I learned that word um, working in South Africa. Mm. I, I learned that word, uh, uh, the Zulu word for for like "hurry up" is like. Jaquila, 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 and yeah. here, and here in in Spanish, it's like andale, andale. <laughs> so sometimes I'm saying Jaquila, and then I catch myself, and I'm like, and, and the cooks are looking at me. What is she saying? Yeah. And then I mean andale. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, There's some similarities yeah. across. So yeah. uh, um, it's 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 been it's been interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's been challenging, but it's it's good experience. Yeah. yeah, do you feel like it's also difficult educating your customers? I was at your Eubank location the other day, and uh, mother and daughter came in, and the mom's like, you know, we're just here to get breakfast. Can I just get some steak and eggs? And <laughs> one of your servers was like trying to be very, you know, like you said, they had they're the first point of contact. It's like. The owner doesn't believe really in having meat on the premises, right? There's not any of that here, so you can't get steak and eggs. And then she's like, well, what about just eggs? And it's like, listen, <laughs> like you might be in the wrong store. <laughs> she was telling her, you know, she was trying to give her other options of things that she might like, right? Like something that maybe isn't as big of a swing. But do you feel, do you see that a lot in your stores where people come in and they have like no concept of even what your restaurant is and what because you don't have any of those staples really for right, people to grab right, onto. Right, because right. even it's really interesting for me is that with all the different restaurants we go to, right? It's like Mexican restaurants, carne adobada is like the number one seller everywhere. All of the Thai restaurants, pad Thai is like the number one seller everywhere. But with you guys, there isn't really that, there isn't, or do you feel like there's a dish that even the mainstream people look at and they're like, oh yeah, this I understand, right? This is like dal or, you know, 
or not. It's or interesting that you say that, and it's interesting listening to you. Yeah. Well, you should have at Eubank, you should have sent them across to Dave's. Yeah, uh, High Desert. Uh, High, <laughs> High yeah. Desert, right? Yeah. Because I think they do open at eight o'clock, and um, yeah. are they clients of yours? They too? are. They are. Yeah. <laughs> so you should have sent them right there. Yeah, no, I, um, I would never. And he definitely will have steak in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So it's interesting listening to you because when I opened the restaurant, yeah. um, the menu was so foreign yeah. that um, I said to myself, I've got, I mean, we had chai from day one. Yeah. Okay. Um, but even chai was a foreigner on yeah. the on the drinks menu, right? right? right. Back so in back in 2002. Yeah. So I said to myself, we've got to have muffins in the restaurant. <laughs> yes. Some for the... <laughs> Even if they're, uh, you know, vegan muffins, yeah. you've got to have muffins. Yeah. So um, that, people would walk in and that was the familiarity. Yeah. Uh, because when we started Anapurna in 2002, it was just uh, a section of our menu today was what we served back then right which right. was just the kitchri yeah. which was dal rice yeah. um uh, we had two veggie dishes yeah. maybe even one if i remember correctly and then you know we had um the flatbreads culture party um so the menu was very small back then yeah and um so it was and maybe dosas on the weekend, um, those kind of um, items that I could do, um, you know, not every day, but right. just Small like, batches. Just, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, so I brought in the muffins and the other thing I brought in was the cardamom cookies. Oh, okay. um, people would come in and eat those and say, are these biscochitos? <laughs> no, wrong spice. Yeah. It is cardamom. Yeah, right. So, um, nice. <laughs> right, yeah. right. So, um, I, I knew that had I to had to have kind of, right? something that would, um, bring people in and also have them take a seat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, uh, but the chai and the cardamom cookies is really what put us on the map. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 To this day, the cardamom cookies are the, you know, number the, one seller. Number one seller in the bakery, uh, but then of course uh, people love the um, almond butter chocolate pie that I wow. put out like about two years ago. Yeah. Um, there's so many other items today that, um, uh, and and we don't have that problem anymore because. Yeah. It's the world is embracing a vegan lifestyle. Right. Definitely vegan. So so um, we don't have to, uh, you know, like um, have uh, items that is gonna uh, have people walk in, and, and and we haven't got alcohol as yet. Yeah. And twenty one years, and we haven't had alcohol. Yeah, that's amazing. And people told me you've got to get alcohol because right. that will bring Boost people in. But. It, I felt it didn't go with right, uh, with right. the kind of food with you know because yeah, you're all about nourishing the body right healthy. Health, yeah. Yeah. but I you know I I drink beer myself yeah I drink wine myself I drink whiskey yeah. um you know I grew up grew up in you know British colonial territory right. so it's it's um Second something nature. that I I I indulged and yeah. um I went to school in South mm. Africa. Um, uh, at the University of Natal in Durban, where um, we had a pub yeah. on campus back in, in, <laughs> wow. in, in the 80s, right? Yeah. 
And um, so for lunch, we had a beer yeah. and went to class. So it's, <laughs> it's, and then when I went to do my internship with uh, an accounting firm, um, we would go out to lunch and have a beer and come back and continue working until right. five o'clock. So, wow. you know, uh, it was there, but it's like um, uh, I just couldn't kind of uh, put it into um, uh, and have it um, yeah. just be part of the menu and yeah, the offerings. Right. It would kind of confuse your message. Right. right. Yeah. So, uh, but I think it's time and um, we will have oh, really? a beer okay. and wine. We've, uh, we've got a license. Uh, we've got an application wow. for a beer and wine license out right now. Oh, yeah. And so that's that's coming and it's something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, because there are people that are making the transition from eating meat into becoming vegetarian and then eventually vegan. Yeah. Um, that can still enjoy you know a beer beer with their food or a glass of wine and um you know my plan is to um offer a local beer we've got uh, you know we've got a whole craft beer scene here in new mexico which is like you know up there with the rest of the world so um and and an amazing wineries as well so um Yes, that's going to be uh, my next um, project <laughs> on, on how to pair the beer and wine with the offerings that that's we have. Interesting. Yeah. Well, at least it's vegetarian still, right? Right, absolutely. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Are there other concerns or uh, things you have to take into account when you're selecting those beers and wines in terms of how it's going to balance with the Ayurvedic? Or is there any... Oh, yeah. Uh, um, You know, um, fermentation is really not uh, exactly welcomed in the (laughs) Ayurvedic circles. Yeah. Um, However, I mean, you know, the the food at Annapurna's is cooked like according to one body. Yeah. Three doshas. Mm -hmm. Doshas are are, are forces or structure that makes up... um, um, gives each person that unique um digestive capability okay okay then um four seasons Mm -hmm. you know uh five elements six tastes um nine planets (laughs) um so there's so many factors that you can take into account when you put this menu together okay and you know, the public, the consumer doesn't know all the principles that go behind what we do at Annapurna's. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, they don't yeah. have to be, um, you know, experts in Ayurveda to eat here. Yeah. However, for me and my conscience, I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm healing as opposed to de-energizing. I'm right. energizing. Right. Yeah. So um, I will find a place and I'll find the right combinations. Okay. Um, and different seasons maybe in the summer is when you're gonna sell a lot of you know beer right um and wine mm-hmm. um you know um for me personally i um drink white wine in the summer yeah because white wine is chilled yeah right and it, it will cool you down right. whereas in the winter you need the warmth and i drink red wine in the okay. winter yeah. um even though um i mean i'm no wine expert yeah i learned the little i know about wine i've learned from my partner from david yeah. and um david drinks red wine <laughs> throughout the year <laughs> but um i drink it in the in 
you know in the winter yeah because red wine is warming yeah and white wine is cooling right. um in the same way um with beer there's um there's that fermentation there's that um again we i would probably end up serving more gluten-free beer than sure. i would serve right. a beer yeah. with um malt and hops right okay so um or wheat for that matter so there's going to be a lot of um, careful um, selection, um, but there, there's so much um, good happening on the beer scene right here with Definitely, local yeah. um, uh, craft breweries. Um, that that's not going to be a challenge for us. Yeah, that's oh, right. yeah. 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 And you got ciders, you know, a lot of breweries yes, making yes. ciders. That would absolutely. Be good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. San is it San cider? Yeah, San yeah. cider. I think every brewery's got their own cider now. Yeah. yeah. I drink the go... Sandia one over at um, um, El Vecino and I've okay. drank their beers for a long time too. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Canteen Brewhouse, right? Canteen yeah. Brewhouse, yeah. 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 I do want to touch back on uh, earlier when you said um, you, know, you went to school uh, for cooking and specifically in the beginning. No, for accounting. For accounting, mm -hmm. right. But then you went to the school for the Ayurvedic school? I here? did not go to oh, the Ayurvedic to... Institute, no. Okay, but you um, but you went to him to specifically learn about mm -hmm. the ingredients, is that right? I went to, to um, not to learn about the ingredients. Okay. So I grew up with, in, with an Ayurvedic lifestyle. Mm. Oh, okay. We ate well, when I say well, we ate like healthy. Yeah. Okay. We ate the right things. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, my mom would wake us up in the morning to get going for school. Um, first it was, you know, elementary school, high school, and then, you know, university. I, I, I lived at home until I was 32. Oh, wow. So um, I, um, my mom would wake us up with hot water. Yeah, wow. Just straight hot water, straight no hot tea, water. nothing else. Right. So, and I, I still drink hot water to this day. Huh. So, the chai came after that. Well, yeah. you know, you drank the hot water, and yeah. you know, and then at breakfast, it was the chai, yeah. and it was very light food. It wasn't, um, it was certainly not bacon and eggs or anything <laughs> like that. Um, it was food that would digest or go through your system like yeah. you know really quickly right. and um, light foods lunch was your main meal yeah. so we had lunches brought to school like hot wow. lunches that were delivered to school at lunchtime yeah uh, yes the other kids would look at us <laughs> our lunches right. arriving in the tiffins you yeah, know the stainless yeah. steel tiffins oh wow so and like at first, it was like, you know, people, would, uh, the other kids would laugh. But after yeah. that, they were like, oh, well, can I have some of that? Yeah. Uh, once they got to taste it, it was yeah. like, <laughs> but we went like, to, uh, well, I yeah. couldn't trade somebody else's lunch because they had um, <laughs> bologna, bologna, <laughs> pasta, meatballs. <laughs> Uh, they had it was all sandwiches and it was yeah. like all like um, bologna so or you, ham and cheese. And you've never bologna. had meat, eggs, fish, anything your whole life. Incidentally, nothing ever. No. Wow. Well, by mistake, okay. I've, uh, yeah. well, you know, I've lived around, been... lived in different places around the world. Yeah. And sometimes when we'd go somewhere to a restaurant and you'd ask for something, um, they, you know, they would just by mistake or I don't right. know, sometimes right. intentionally. I right. went to yeah, in this town right. uh I went to the elephant 
the bar. elephant bar, the elephant bar. Over yeah. in uptown yeah. the one time we had a business meeting there and i ordered a salad because that was the only thing i could order on the menu yeah. right and what do they serve me a chicken salad yeah. so i didn't and and it was so the chicken was so like kind of shredded uh, yeah in. mixed yeah. in that i didn't really realize it was a chicken salad so oh. i took a, a um a fork full of um lettuce what yeah. i thought was lettuce and and i bit and then was like something felt like rubbery the texture yeah. you know like huh yeah. so um i had to be discreet it's a business lunch right, right? Yeah. Had to yeah. be discreet and like take it out and i realized right. oh my god yeah. this is chicken so again discreetly have to call the the waitress yeah. and you know uh, uh not like embarrass her right and then um say this is not what i want right and and then i have to say it's okay Yeah. Right. Else. Because right now it's the trust point is like gone, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so right don't bring me time. anything else. Yeah. yeah. I've in I've eaten from that um from that point and then I won't just tell you about my teenage days when I was in Europe. <laughs> um um you know, we would play daring games and um I was in Vienna in Austria and um we were at a um a place that had a truck farm mm. and my friends were like well you, people would go up to the specific like uh dam or whatever and they could choose like they wanted Your that fish. trout yeah. right and we're like well we dare you to have a, a, a to pick a trout and have a trout and like <laughs> um Yeah, so I I did that. Ah, uh, there. So, There's yeah. a no matter what. And then I I it. I ate a trout that picked yeah. one and I said, "Yeah, I want that." Yeah. And I ate a trout. Well, I didn't eat all of it. I ate <laughs> maybe like a quarter of it and I was like, "I can't do this." Yeah. But um yeah, I did yeah. do that. Yeah. And um yeah, that was the only uh uh Those are the only times incidentally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a dare. Which yeah. I mean that's a dare. And I yeah. did actually the one time there was a restaurant down in Old Town called Ambrosia. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I went there and I specifically told them that I didn't want anything with eggs in it. I yeah. think they served me uh, they served me um something that had egg in it. Yeah. Like a dessert or something. Yeah, and it, uh, uh, what happens is when I eat something that has eggs in it, my stomach immediately goes into like a like a cramping situation. Ooh, uh, okay. So that night I remember having extreme stomach cramps, but um you know, I I didn't go back and say, "Hey, you gave me that." Um but it helped me understand what it is for you know people coming into the restaurant and not necessarily being vegetarian but right. or vegans for that matter but if you have an allergy of some yeah. kind any um, kind of dietary restriction yeah so i'm really careful about that i'm always um yeah. you know making sure that that doesn't happen somebody doesn't get sick from yeah you can relate it's, yeah. it's really hard for someone that doesn't have these restrictions to kind of relate right. to you just think someone's picky you. or difficult yeah. right but right. it's like there are real health concerns yeah. so that people right. have a real you know spiritual yeah. yes like my emotion. son has uh, nut allergies so anytime wow. he touch peanuts or cashews yeah. or any type of nuts he'll break out you know have hives right 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 yeah, yeah. yeah my my yeah. nephew has a nut allergy as well and um it was so interesting when he was like two yeah and we would go somewhere and he would actually say um 
does it have nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. You know, we got him trained to a point where yeah. he, he'll ask these right. questions. Yeah. That's good. He's yeah. advocating for himself yeah. early on. Right. So with you being a trailblazer starting kind of the vegetarian, vegan, you know, being one of the first, or were you the first vegetarian restaurant in Albuquerque? I believe there was, uh, is it Adam's Table or something? It was over there by, I, I think the um, Central and Carlisle, kind of in the back. I, I think it was in that building that right. then became, I think, Raging Shrimp. <laughs> so it didn't last. And then I long. think before that, uh, oh, and then now it became Salad Thai, and now it's no more Salad Thai. They oh, moved over to the last thai. call place, I yeah. think. And then, then it became something else. <laughs> I think, uh, uh, gosh, what is it? Butter or oh, butter, uh, or, yeah, or some, some, yeah, it was yeah. butter. Or public, it's not uh, butter anymore. Yeah, public house is right public across house. the street. Public house, okay. But there so is it's, butter. It's right Mark next Baker's right. Uh, buildings, okay. right? I think, I think it is. Yeah. But I think you definitely made a name for yourself. Like I yeah. never knew any other, you know, vegan yeah, restaurant. You're definitely the biggest uh, apart one. Apart from that, the that one. I didn't know. And then after we went into business in 2002. Then we had uh, a place, um, oh gosh, a face cafe came mm, into okay. by, the, by the university, yeah. but I believe they now on Eubank. Yeah. And then um, now there's a whole lot. Yeah. There's a whole lot. There's a whole yeah. lot. So you kind of broke the dam and you brought yeah. in this whole wave right, of right. vegan and vegetarian and, acceptance. And, uh, you know, but not only are they like vegan or vegetarian restaurants, there's also like restaurants that have been traditionally serving meat right. and fish and eggs and that, that have now got vegan, truly vegan options on the menu, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it seems like it's definitely uh, a big, it's a movement now. Where yes. It's like you've got yes. Yes. far more acceptance of it. And right. you were telling us before about a story about being stopped by a Scarlett Johansson because <laughs> of the quality of your vegan <laughs> product. So. Well, Scarlett Johansson was filming, I think, you know, I, I'm not into like uh, movies and movie production <laughs> and actors yeah. and I'm just not starstruck. Yeah, you told us you um, didn't know who she so, was. So, <laughs> um, she was filming, I think, The Avengers. Oh, okay. And she would come into the restaurant on Silver and Yale, and the staff told me that she was in town. Right. And I told the staff, don't bother her. <laughs> they said she comes in and she eats in the restaurant. Yeah. And I said, please do not bother her. <laughs> do yeah. not go there and ask, you know, and I, because I would like for her to continue coming to the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Don't bother her. Yeah, treat her like anybody and, else. Um, so I knew she was in town. And so, um, they had she had come to the restaurant with her chef and her assistant and maybe one other person i don't know because you know they always have like an old like entourage, entourage right yeah. so um they had finished eating at the restaurant and they were in their car and i pulled up to the restaurant to unload i'm always carting stuff around so Still, i came to the, to the silver location to drop something off and I was focused on getting that out of the car. Yeah. And I saw this car at the back there, parked there, and, but I didn't, you know, recognize anybody in that car. And the next thing I know, there's this, to me, a little girl <laughs> coming 
towards me and I at this time it's like nine o'clock at night and we've had you know my days are like 16 hour days right? yeah. it's nine o'clock at night and then I am like oh okay somebody coming to complain <laughs> um, like complain about the fact that we close at nine o'clock or something like that yeah. or why don't we open at 7 a.m. anymore or something <laughs> yeah. so um so this person walked up to me and said um are you the owner of Annapurna's and I said yes in a which you know I shouldn't be doing I said in a way of like like I'm tired like I'm ready yes <laughs> so um then she proceeded to tell me how lovely the restaurant was and how she enjoyed her meals there and it's a place where she's had the best hummus ever yeah. and um and i then said to her well you know we make it from scratch yeah it's like you know we soak the chickpeas and yeah. we um you know come in the next morning we cook the chickpeas and then you know we make it with like fresh lemon juice, the tahini, the olive oil, etc. And we do put garlic in it. So um, I, I proceeded to talk to her about that, and she said, "I I I see that you have a cooking school. Uh, however, could you do a private cooking class for me?" Yeah. And um, I said, "Well." I would have to think about that, but you know, we have a cooking school and we have a class coming up and, yeah. you know, can you go to that class? And she said, no, I really have to do a private class. Right, yeah. And even by this stage, I still don't know who I'm talking to, right? And I said, well, I'll get back to you. Can you give me a phone number or something yeah, yeah. Can I, that I'll get back to you? And her chef came out mm. and he um, gave me, uh, uh, on a piece of paper, gave me the number. And then she said, oh, by the way, I'm Scarlett Johansson. And she put her hand out. Yeah. And I am not one that shakes people's hands <laughs> or, give pe or give people hugs. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. So she put her hand out <laughs> and I didn't. Mm. <laughs> and again, and when she said, I'm Scarlett Johansson, it immediately clicked because the staff oh, had the told staff you. I told you. Yeah. And I said, oh, oh. I'm your shoulder. <laughs> like, like, you know, You've heard of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I said, yeah, okay. And by then I was like in such a shock that right. I said, yeah, okay. I wanted to run away. I wanted to get to <laughs> I wanted to just go away. Yeah. I said, yes, I will get back with you yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I came home and I live very close to that location. I came home yeah. and I told um, David what happened. Yeah. <laughs> He got annoyed at me. He said, how could you do that? Yeah. Why didn't you just say yes? I said, excuse me? Yeah. You want me to do a private lesson in my house yeah. after working 16 hours a day in yeah. a restaurant. I said, when am I going to do that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he convinced me and said, oh, he would help. Yeah. And uh, so we did end up having her year in my home. Not that oh, night. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, uh, like I think a week, uh, a week later. Wow. Yeah. She was in town for a while because she was filming the Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. yeah. Wow. yeah. Um, so then we did have her year. Yeah. And um, oh, she's, you know, like I was yeah. describing her, she's like a little girl. Yeah. So um, she's a vegan then. She doesn't eat meat. She was back then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I think she. I think she. And she wanted to yeah. learn how to make that food at, that we cook at the restaurant. That's yeah. great. So I mean, I that's think great. that's just an amazing story, right? From and she yeah. wanted me to show it to her chef. Yeah, wow. her personal chef. And that's just yeah. uh, that's how far you've come, right? Twenty three yeah. years I from don't... selling it out of your car that's so amazing. to have Scarlett Johansson coming to your house. But I don't think she's a vegan anymore. Mm. Well, you know, I think she's since had two kids. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, yeah, she's not a vegan anymore. Oh. Or maybe, but a lot of time people go and become vegans and then they they go back back and they start eating some eggs again just because they feel like they need more protein or they might go back and then become pescatarians, have some fish to their diet. So at this point, I don't know. I, and again, like I said, I'm not starstruck. I yeah. didn't keep contact with her. She yeah. has kept contact with us. Yeah. She, um, you know, likes our page and wow, we post stuff. And she, you know, but, but I'm not one to yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, you're focused. You gotta latch yeah. onto that. Yeah. You're focused <laughs> on making people feel good. Yes. About yeah. Your yeah. 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 So, all the big new things that are coming yeah. around Perna. Well, yeah. Um, We've had a lot of people come through the restaurant, you know, and another story that I want to say is, that, and this, this one, this one freaked me out. Okay. I'm not really freaked out by serendipity, coincidence, all that kind yeah. of stuff, right? But this one freaked me out. So <laughs> I, um, we uh, went on a Alaskan cruise um, for David's 60th birthday which uh, was in 2018. Mm-hmm. So we left out of Seattle and okay. um, came back um, at, at Seattle and flew out of Seattle. So we came to the airport and I am not a person that, um, I have a Kindle uh, um, on, yeah. My, yeah. Um, on my phone. So I read all my books and everything on, through Kindle, right? Yeah, right? I don't go to the Hudson. I don't go to the Hudson and buy magazines or yeah. books or anything. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm very organized because I travel so much. I don't have to go to the Hudson to buy like um, uh, chapstick or anything like that, yeah. right? Mm. But this one day I said to myself, when I was there, David said he was going to go get a beer. Yeah. And um, I said, yeah, okay. Um, and I said, well, I'm just going to go in here. And I walked into the Hudson and I was, right as I walked in, there was this big display of this book um, by Parker Posey. Okay. And it was um, on a, the title was On a Plane with Parker Posey. Mm. So, I know Parker Posey. She was in my restaurant. Okay. And my interaction with her, I walked into my restaurant kitchen, mm-hmm. and she was in the kitchen <laughs> oh, at the, the kitchen. grill, <laughs> at the grill, flipping chapatis in her high heels. Yeah. And to me, I saw a person in the kitchen, in a restaurant yeah. kitchen, high heels, Sh- I'm it, thinking right? yeah. insurance, <laughs> I'm thinking all kinds of stuff, liability. Mm-hmm. I walked in and I said, what are you doing? Get out of here. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that was my meeting with Parker Post. <laughs> there you go. So then, so when I walked into this Hudson and I saw that book, yeah. And then, of course, I got to know who she was, right? Yeah, yeah. So I had this background. Now, now we're in 2018, right? I walk in, I see her, I yeah. see this book. 
Yeah. I pick it up. Yeah. And I open the book. And I open the book to the chapter that says New Mexico. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I still don't know anything, right? Yeah. I start reading. And in that chapter, she's talking about uh, her visit to New Mexico and her time spent in New Mexico, filming in New Mexico, and how she went to Annapurna's and ate vegan <laughs> yeah. Ayurvedic food yeah. and ate kitchery. And she talked about one of our cooks yeah. and about how one of our cooks taught her how to make chapatis. Wow, wow. And all of that is written in this book. Yeah. I totally like, wow. Yeah. It's like I wouldn't, needless to say, I bought the book. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't buy books at an airport because yeah. they're at an inflated price. I yeah. buy them from Amazon on my Kindle, yeah. right? Yeah, like everybody, so, yeah. <laughs> like everybody else. So yeah. I bought the book immediately, yeah. took it out, ran out to find David where he was at a yeah. bar with his beer. Yeah. And I was like, look at this. Book. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was nice so, of her not to put in the part about I, you yelling at her. Yeah. <laughs> I was just blown away. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. Like, you know, Annapurna's, like I opened this restaurant least thinking that it would ever get where it you is know, now. Yeah. To where it is. Right. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I thought that was like, Wow, that like, like it's it's like something was tapping on my shoulder, telling me to go in the Hudson. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's you know it's incredible what you've accomplished from yeah. such a humble beginnings, not knowing what you were doing, to yelling at Parker Posey and Scarlett <laughs> <Yeah>. Johansson. <laughs> you've come a long way. Again, that is my discipline with like follow the rules and regulations. Yeah. Don't. You know, you can't be in the kitchen. You know, I don't even let the front of the house staff walk down the line because if you, you know, get like a knife thrown at you or you have some boiling <laughs> water, yeah. boiling chai coming off the stove, right, you know, yeah. it's like, and you know, I walk in the kitchen and here's somebody in high heels yeah. right, front, yeah. flipping chapatis on the grill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's incredible what you've accomplished. Yeah. So thank you so much for talking to us today. We've, you know, you've given us a lot to go on. So. But I didn't talk to you about your system. I didn't tell you, you how, you how I yeah. appreciate having self lane. I came from um, Aloha. Is that right? Yeah, I came from Aloha, and oh my God, um, you know, <laughs> I was so excited when yeah. when I got Aloha back in the day again inexperienced operator that opened a restaurant, somebody that didn't know how to cook. Needless to say, I didn't know how to take the orders. When I when we first opened, we had like a Casio yeah. kind of thing <laughs> that we would, uh, and we would rope the orders down right. uh, on paper and brought it back to the kitchen yeah. and all of those. Um, and then the only thing I knew was how to calculate the GST, yeah. um, uh, uh, the grocery tax, yeah. right? Um, I'm saying GST because I have the British in me, it's general sales tax. Uh, so, um, so you know, coming from that yeah. and then going to Aloha, and it was actually, a I got introduced to Aloha by the Flying Star people. Okay. And I'm, and you know, eternally grateful to them for that yeah. at that time. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but um, Aloha was good for, yeah. and while it lasted, but then it got to that point where um, when I met you, Kevin, yeah. I think I met you because 
we had uh, done credit card processing credit card through processing Hotland. Through Aloha, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. And then I, that's when I met you. And um, and I, I was just so glad that uh, we could um, have Selflane. Thank because you. by the time we ended up ended up with um, uh, Aloha, I was just about ready to take those giant uh, dinosaur <laughs> kind of terminals yeah. and throw them out the door. But um, hmm. the iPads are great. Yeah, and there was a lot of moving pieces, right? You had your loyalty through another <laughs> company, the <laughs> processing, the POS, the delivery. Yes. So we kind of just brought everything and making, into one And making system. that transition, yeah. yeah. And, you know, one of these days when we have some time, I'd like to sit down with you and help you um you know, continue to refine Absolutely. and and, and yes. redo and yeah. remodel and uh, yeah, add those redo. extra things yeah. in yeah. there. That's yeah. huge yeah. for us. All I mean, your yeah. feedback is just like valuable. you said. Customer feedback is really the number one, right. you know, ingredient to make you successful. So, right, yeah. right. You Absolutely. have to listen to the customer. Yeah. yeah. So you're gonna listen to me, right? Yes. <laughs> this is uh, this has been the best one so far by yeah. far. I hundred percent. You gave us so much information, so many stories. It's yeah. really good. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about before we wrap it up? Um, I think we covered. Um, we covered a lot. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. A lot. But I would like to see that. You know, there's so much potential here in in New Mexico. You know, it's 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 an interesting um, restaurant landscape. Yeah. You've got all these like. You've got some iconic restaurants that are closing. You've got just restaurants closing in general. But at yeah. the same time, you've got restaurants popping up everywhere. 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 And I just think that, you know, if they could see, um, uh, you know, the, the benefit, the, the, the advantages of going with somebody that's local. Oh, yeah. You know, um, I, I think I still have that uh, Aloha 1-800 numbers <laughs> that's like etched in my memory. Like, yeah. I don't think I can even take it out. But it's... Um, it's it's so much easier like dealing with somebody that's local. Yeah. Like when uh, a printer goes down or it's just broken, yeah. Yeah, right. you know, then I can call somebody and the printer will be there, yeah, right yeah. there, right you there. know. In hours. Yeah. yeah, and 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 you can then you know continue um, on. Um, so people need to see that, yeah, and it's yeah. also it's also. Um, it helps this economy. It grows this uh, local economy. Yeah. Um, when you know you can do business with people that yeah. Yeah. Are, well, and are that's, right there. that's really why we started doing this is because we wanted to bring more attention to the local right. scene. Yeah. And because I think a lot of people like you and Sham and Haas and all of these people, like what we see with good owners mm -hmm. of restaurants, they're there. They're on site yeah. all the time helping out in the kitchen, mm -hmm. talking to customers. So giving people an right. even more, you know, in-depth look at who you are, how mm -hmm. you got started, telling your story, that's what right. this is all about for yeah. us. Is because that, you know, that builds goodwill in the community and lets everyone see, right. you know, how the yeah. sausage is made, or in this case, the dal and the <laughs> chapati <laughs> and the chai. So right. it really yeah. is about bringing all those things together and having people see, you know, like you said, Albuquerque and New Mexico have a lot of potential. So yeah. we want to, you know, lift you guys up as much as possible. And you said some nice things about us, but it's really about you guys at the end of the day. We're here to serve you and we want people, you know, the food is what keeps right. people coming back. Yeah. So yeah. it was very nice when I went to you guys and I said, hey, my reports uh, disappeared. And then the next minute they were there. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I just think that 
Charlie does so okay. much, um, um, you know, like um, with the system so that uh, the end user, that's us, yeah. we're able to get our reports right. in a certain way. Yeah. Um, that's really important. Yeah, Charlie's great. He's yeah. always, um, you know, responsive. Yeah. Responsive up for any good feedbacks and tweaks on the system to make mm -hmm. your life better. And that's right. really what we strive to yeah. do is. But I, I do want to uh, say one thing about the loyalty. So we got the loyalty and um, we don't, like, you know, we don't say it to every customer. Some, some staff do, um, but sometimes when it gets really busy, we... Um, we forget to say, hey, you know, what's your phone number to get your okay. phone number in. Um, I have seen another system, you probably mm. know Toast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, El Vicino is a place that I eat all the time. Yeah. It's one restaurant where I go eat all the time, like yep. probably the only restaurant where I go all the time yeah, okay. when I don't want to eat in my restaurant. Um, they have Toast. Okay. And um, so uh, you um, eat automatically, like, um, we have, an all your information. we have an integration now with caller ID, so we could potentially set that up for right. you. So especially for call-in words, it's the easiest because the caller ID recognizes the phone number. It yeah. puts the whole order history. It shows you their total balance of points. It automatically signs them up for the membership program. And since you're already using the membership program, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it would be really useful for you guys in terms of all that. Yeah, and we, we run hours. We, we, we take phone numbers. We don't take emails or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 but yeah. all that information, if they put it in mm -hmm. for the membership, it's all available to you. And then you can see those order histories. Yeah, and, and Toast does it automatically. And Toast will send yeah. you a, um, they'll send you an email. And it will say, uh, oh, you, you, you have points, or you have, uh, or uh, to rate them. Right. Okay. Oh, like a text yeah. message, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those no, are actually, I get mine on an email, and I think because they are uh, uh, linked with the rewards network. Okay. And uh, and we have a rewards network in the restaurant as well. Yeah. Okay. But I think they are linked. They link to the rewards network with theirs because. I have my cards on Rewards Network just because I'm a, a, a restaurant that has Rewards Network. So they said, you should put your own cards on yeah. And so basically, um, when you go to a restaurant that has it, you get points that goes on your like um, United, Visa, yeah, United Airlines card or your Southwest card or okay. whatever card you link to it, right? Yeah. So you get an email and it tells you like, um, it, it, you get 10 points if you rate them. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So um, you get that automatically. So I think I think getting those reviews and rating, it kind of, um, it helps a restaurant because... It's more feedback for you. Yeah, it's more feedback for us. And it's not that where they go to Google and write the nasty stuff. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Positive yeah. feedback. Yeah. 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 And they're already invested and you see, yeah, you know, because right. that's what it is too. It gives you their lifetime orders so you can see just how much support they've got. Yeah. So yeah. It, it will all be positive. Yeah. No. But I think now we see people's lifetime points and we see what their balance yeah, is. Yeah, it just yeah, comes do. up when you yeah. when yeah. call the phone. Yeah, so, so what you're saying is we can uh, kind of learn from, you know, Toast and make sure we could, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we could do something similar to that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll get that done. Awesome. Again, we want to thank you today for your time. Yeah. Um, it's so refreshing to hear your story. Yeah. I mean, we, we hear a lot of restaurant stories, and a lot of them are have a similar beginning where you have this idea, this passion to, you know, 
put your food out there to treat people with your food. So it's very refreshing. Thank you so much for thank your time you. today. Well, yeah. thank you for asking me yeah. so I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that you're going to be in every restaurant. Oh, yeah. Very soon. Yeah.